you know, we've done all this, this jobs to be done research. And we've seen there's a managed strategy, managed governance, managed portfolios, and you're managing discovery products and projects. That's kind of the, the big picture view of innovation in the main jobs. You look at that and then you go to Google and you Google out the innovation management and you get ideation and you get trend spotting and you get scouting and yeah. those sort of things. And you, you sit there and you go, wow, that just, just doesn't feel right. It, you know, our customers are going, Hey, I want to do innovation, how people help us. And there's pieces of it out there that they can easily find, but there's a whole set of disciplines that, you know, there's a whole set of this that's got to come together. Welcome to Innovation Talks. Join us weekly as we discuss with distinguished industry guests how to refine and improve corporate innovation and new product development. Hosted by Paul Heller, Sofian Chief Evangelist. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. I hope you're all doing great this week. A couple of months ago, I sat down and had a chat with Mike Bauer. Mike is Sofian's Chief Product Officer. And we were talking about the research he had been doing, and, and I'd like to just continue on that and uh, and see where things are. Mike, how are you today? Good. I'm awesome. How you been? <laughs> good, good, good. Still in the middle of throes of winter where I am, but, you know. Same here. Though we're, we're a little warm, so. Okay. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a while. I actually looked it up. It's been a little over a year. So That's it. We've been busy. Wow. Wow, wow, time flies, time flies. Well, I remember when we were talking, and that's good because that means more research between then and now. Right. But, you know, you were talking about how enterprise uh, innovation management, project portfolio management, I think you were, you even used the term, they're like two sides of the same coin. And uh, we had a great discussion about that at the time. So how have things progressed when you're thinking about and what you're seeing out there in the world of innovation? Yeah, it's really progressed a lot over over the last 14 months since we talked and since in almost two years since we started the kind of the jobs to be done and kind of going back with, uh, you know, new eyes to what, what do people doing innovation? What do they do and how do they do it? And what are their challenges? And I think in the first year, we probably did about 100 plus different interviews of current customers and new. We've added to that probably another 150, 200 different types of interviews, engagements. They're not all, you know, hour long, you know, in-depth interviews, but just through all those engagements, we've been busy at Sofian, as you know, on the product front and some acquisitions. So that also brings more knowledge in, in, into what we're doing. As I said, in November 21, when we talked, you know, innovation and portfolio management were kind of heads of the sides of the same coin. I would say it's a innovation and portfolio is a part of a bag of coins. If you look at what we're really seeing is if you take the jobs to be done and keep kind of drilling into it, what are people doing? You actually see to get innovation done. And I, I and what I'm meaning by innovation, it could be big ones, small ones, breakthrough business models, new products features to new products could be as, as simple as I'm, I'm, I'm tweaking a process flow, right? Innovation, what we're seeing is it's used in one context, you know, for a certain way, but in general, especially you know, if I look at my own background of 30 some years, I've, I've never used the word innovation management for what I've done. You know, I've used the term, I have to innovate. 
I have to create innovation and I got to bring innovations to the market. So, so all these kind of things kind of come, come together that there is really a whole set of disciplines that you have to bring together to do innovation and portfolio management or project and portfolio management is a huge set of disciplines, just pure project management. I mean, project management could be a lot of different things, right? You could be building skyscrapers. I'm not sure that would fit in our world of innovation, but those same techniques are used in innovation to drive from strategic intent down. You also have discovery, and, and that's not a word we normally use in innovation, but we use it in other disciplines like product management. But discovery is that whole, I have a strategic idea or an idea or a thing, a problem I got to go solve, and I got to take it all the way through. How do I get the best idea out so I can finish the process, right? So that includes ideation and trend spotting. And then you have product management. So I think a lot of the research we're seeing is innovation is really that giant set of disciplines. And, you know, our products are, you know, we're trying to get to those kind of uh, needs and, and, and pain points. And they all came from the uh, jobs to be done and how you, you look at that. And I think the other thing we're seeing is I think it's, and that's pretty common in the industry and, and what we see is people are struggling with this. You know, people can create innovation. They have a group, they do this, and they kind of get one-offs. But if you really look at the failure rates of innovation, and you, there's lots of research reports, whether it's product failure rates or just innovations, it's in the 60 to 80, 85% yeah, fail, exactly. right? I mean, you've talked about that. I, I know you've had guests that have talked about that. The other thing is most executives aren't happy with their innovation, what they're calling innovation. And so, you know, the term we're going to, we, we're starting to use is how do you actually do innovation at scale? And that's one of the, that's, that's how you take, we took all this learning is we're trying to figure out is how to help empower our customers to do innovation at scale. And, and then that's kind of the key problem space. Yeah. I like that term at scale. You know, when I hear you talk about all the different parts and pieces and all of that, I probably where innovation management came out of is, is you just look at all the stuff that needs to be done. You have to manage that and, and manage maybe isn't the right word, but, but that's the word right. that we've been using, right? We've been saying, oh, we got to manage all this. And then you say, okay, well, this is my innovation management system or philosophy or process. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. I mean, you, you know, it, it's really funny, Paul. I mean, if, you know, we've done all this, this jobs to be done research and we've seen there's a managed strategy, managed governance, managed portfolios, and you're managing discovery products and projects. That's kind of the, the big picture view of innovation in the main jobs. You look at that and then you go to Google and you Google out the innovation management and you get ideation and you get trend spotting and you get scouting and yeah. those sort of things. And you, you sit there and you go, wow, that just, just doesn't feel right. It, you know, our customers are going, hey, I want to do innovation, how people help us. And there's pieces of it out there that they can easily find. But there's a whole set of disciplines that, you know, there's a whole set of this that's got to come together. Uh, you know, and I think the other thing that it isn't just about that front end. You know, ideation and just the whole idea of discovery is a wonderful thing. It needs to be done. 
if you read Marty Kagan, you know, book Inspire, there's a big section in there that says product discovery or discovery is like the one skill you need to get right. So it's important, but it's not, it's, it's what, what do they call necessary, but, uh, but not sufficient. Right. That's a great way to say it. Yeah. You know, you're right. I I think that Google does us a disservice. And in fact, I've asked a lot of my guests, what's their definition of innovation? And the reason I ask that is I remember many years ago talking to an analyst firm, and I won't mention their name here, but their definition of innovation, their entire definition was ideation. And that was it come up with the ideas. For them, that was innovation. And uh, remember at the time, just having a discussion, you guys are missing the mark. Just because I have an idea, that's just like, that's the easy part. Now I got to get the idea to market. That's really could be very hard. And I got to know smart enough along the way that I'm halfway through it and say, you know what? Maybe it wasn't such a good idea, right? Right, right. That, I mean, you know, all the way back to, you know, Bob Cooper and, and stage gate was about, okay, you, you got that front end, you got that thing, yeah. the thing you want to do. How do you de-risk it? How do you, how do you govern that to your point of how do you, you know, it doesn't always work out. So how do you prune those earlier? Whether you're, you know, whether you're a full believer of the stage gate model or not, doesn't matter. You're still got to think about it that way, right? You're still got to make sure it gets to done. And, uh, you know, in the, in the startup world, you know, there's a lot of discussion that, you know, ideas and no disrespect to all the brethren doing, you know, innovation and ideation, that ideas are just part of the equation. Those are the, some, you know, some people get really pragmatic. Those are, that's the easy part. I don't think it's the easy part, but, but basically, (laughs) you know, startup world, there's lots of ideas and lots of companies fail. It's no different than innovation at, you know, a, a $2 billion company. They're going to have more failures than successes. And you need to know that and do that sooner, right? Right, right. So by doing this focus on jobs to be done, it it cuts out all of the, well, I think this and I think that and I think this, right? You get You get down to facts. You get down to realities. So as you've been doing that and you've extended this, you know, you've said, well, it's it's not really managing innovation or innovation management it's it, it's something else and it's you've it's taking to this how do you do it at scale tell me more about what that means yeah we talk to customers current and and, and not you know especially big ones at scale means that it's it's repeatable it's predictable the other thing that's really interesting which gets missed i think sometimes in the literature is you need a lot of people in tow to do it. Sure, some organizations set up an innovation group and they take it to a certain point, but to scale it, to go out and you know sell it, drive it. We, we have one customer that there is a group, they do a lot of the innovation, but to get it to the half a billion dollar business or $200 million business, I think that their innovation is running now, you gotta have the whole organization. And so innovation at scale is also trying, you know, it's kind of the positive spin on, on what we see, which is effectively innovation at t- when you're trying to get to scale, it turns into chaos for a lot of customers. And, 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 you know, and that's because it's, you know, organizationally misaligned at times. 
It's disconnected efforts. I mean, you you know, think of it this way. I got a group over here doing the discovery stuff and some of the initial work, but I got a manufacturing team that's got to do stuff and they have their own processes and their own innovation methodologies. You, you start doing that at bigger, small, even mid-sized companies and you start getting all these little silos. So, you know, you got people over here, executives and leaders and team members working on something and, and the same kind of three types of people working in a different organization. And they might use different processes because one's manufacturing and, it, and you got to run it more of a phase, you know, more of a phase gate, even if you're using iterations to do stuff, right? Software, pure, you know, agile. So you get these mixes and matches and then they don't start talking. That's the misalignment. And so that's what we're seeing is, in the, again, I call it the problem space for, for innovation at scale is you got these disciplines. You got disconnected groups of people and you need, and you got different processes being used, which is appropriate. I'm not saying everybody has to use the same process. So you get this weird mix of governances. I think, you know, the term we like to use. Yeah. And then there's a lot of misnomers about, Oh, this is the group that does innovation. And, right. and it misses yeah. the fact that, you know what? You still need, you know, marketing and sales and other distribution and manufacturing That's to right. actually do those things, right? That's what it all comes down to when we mean by scales. Those are all disconnected. And what we're seeing in those jobs, if you look at the jobs, the jobs don't say what discipline to use or which process to use or which organization does it. It says those are the things that ha you have to get done. And so what we're seeing is you really need a connected system of the disciplines, to drive your innovation or product, the people that do that work using processes to drive those disciplines. And those three things have to come together across the entire organization. So think of it, Paul, as you need a connected system of the people involved, their organizations, and the processes and disciplines. It doesn't mean they all have to be the same. It just means they need to be connected into a system. Yeah. So if innovation management is not the right term, right? Because we've got that. We've got project management, portfolio management, idea management. Uh, what did I miss, right? Process management. Yeah, project, right. it's so long. A zillion managements, right? But right, but if right, that's right, not right. the, it's not it's not the right way to look at it or think about it. Is there a better terminology? Yeah, I, I think there is. And if you really start looking at out there, you mean there there are some guideposts or or things that you can look at and go oh yeah that that's kind of what we need and so you know if you look at that you know some of those things that you know people you know other you know in smaller contexts i i like to use see the idea of dev you know the idea of devops which is this system of philosophies and practices and people and tools that increase the ability to go from working on what do you build software-wise to it's out and, out and released and then back through. And I think, you know, what we're you going to, we, we use as a phrase is innovation ops. It is very similar, probably much bigger picture, but it isn't about, hey, I got the right tool or I got the right people trained. It, you got to bring together practices and people, practices, processes, people, tools, you got to have something to pull these things together 
and the tools have to be, you know, go back to the jobs. Do they help the jobs? Doesn't mean it's a big monolithic tool. It just means you got tools, a set of common tools to do that. But the, the other thing that's critical, and it, it goes to a lot of change management and things, is you need the cultural philosophy, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, to drive that across the organization. Whether you have an innovation group looking for breakthroughs, you've probably got other people doing other types of innovations on the stuff that exists in your portfolio. It doesn't matter. You, you need that. We see innovation as a corporate, as a organizational set of philosophies that that's what we do here. We use the term innovation ops as the way to mentally talk about everything I just went through in a very succinct way. It has a very specific meaning also of how do you operationalize this? It's great to talk about it. It's great to have philosophies and and white pictures on boards, but we got to operationalize this stuff. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that was what went through my head is we're talking operationalize versus manage. And there's a big difference in there. It's subtle, but there's a big difference in there. It is. And yes, those people and processes are critical also. It's just not individuals doing it. You need right. you need executives and leaders and team, the actual team members across the organization doing these things. It doesn't mean everybody you know, is talking. I'm not saying get together every day and have innovation discussions, but it's how you do things. It's how you do things and scale it up, right? It, it, it isn't using the words. It's just we have a process and a, and a, and a view of how innovation gets done in our company, quote. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned culture. As you've been talking to these companies, are companies able to articulate jobs around culture or is it that culture comes because of the jobs, the way they're doing their jobs? You know what I mean? Which which comes first? I, I, I'm a little, you know, you know me well enough. I'm a little bit of a tops down, bottoms up kind of person. Yeah. So I think it comes from both directions. So one is these jobs that we're discovering, they exist. This isn't we invented jobs. Right. We have to yeah. train people. I don't have to go train uh, a product product team pro or member in the product organization to, hey, I got a product I'm managing and here's my jobs I do. They don't think that way. They think like, okay, I got to go and understand, is my product healthy? Those are our words, but that's what they're doing. They're checking this. So, so part of that is the jobs are getting done. The, from, so from their perspective, culture is how do I get enabled to do my jobs better? Am I supported and those sort of things? From top down, it's recognition that it isn't a group over here that does these things. It has to come through. And I think that's the top down part of the culture that says we accept some of the things that come with innovation, things you've talked about. I'm sure your, your guests have talked about, Paul, you know, we accept failure. We want to fail fast. We want, we want to prune the stuff that doesn't work. So from the top, it's got to be the, the, an understanding there are multiple jobs that multiple organizations have to do it. So that part has to change. The individual team members need to be enabled to do their job and feel comfortable from a culture standpoint, that that's acceptable. I don't have to hide stuff. And, you know, it's harder to do that in, you know, in different sized companies with different organizational frameworks. But that's where the culture comes. You don't mandate an innovative culture. 
No, you, you don't. You can't. Or, or you build it, right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You know, you build it. And, but by recognizing it isn't an organizational thing or one type of process or discipline thing or one group of people, I think that's what I really like about this concept of innovation ops because it tries, it, it talks about you're bringing a system together, right? And, you know, when I went to business school, and, you know, I think one of my biggest takeaways out of that and taking all these different classes, which is really the, to me, the value of the MBA is, is you take finance stuff and you take Broadness, this and take yeah. this and take that, right? You start seeing that you got to run these things as a system, you know, and it doesn't have to be completely balanced or, you know, whatever. I'm not talking a process system or a manufacturing system. I'm talking about these things have to interconnect. And that's where culture, I think, really, if you see it as a system, as a uh, whether it's a circle or however you want to think of a system, that that is where, where culture really comes to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the uh, the results you mentioned DevOps and there's security ops and you know this this concept of looking at things operationally has had great benefit in the areas it's been applied. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be uh, really great to apply this to innovation. Yeah, right. It's a it's a unifying theme. People can can get behind it, and I think they understand it. It's really hard to do. I mean, don't sure. get me wrong. You know, we have our own DevOps group, right? You know, you got to take, you know, the lean Six Sigma that you constantly are improving that process flow. But innovation should be the same thing. Yes, it I have a strategic intent or something in the market that has a, pro we're trying, a problem coming in externally that we need to solve or in a strategic intent. And we need to take that all the way out to putting something in the market. And again, I'm using innovation in a broader sense. I'm using innovations could be a product, a process. It could be exactly. big or small. When I say take it to the market, the market could just literally be inside the company. True. A product, same thing. It's a, it's a piece of value for a customer, and that customer can be internal or external. So uh, for, for your listeners, I'm using the broad term. As you should, as you should, because that's right. that's that's really important to understand. But if you, yeah, that's the other part with the jobs. Sorry to interrupt. That, no. That's the interesting thing with the jobs. The jobs don't care if it's a breakthrough innovation, like a whole new business. Oh my gosh, we can go off in a new world to its new process. The job doesn't care. You still got to do the same things. The risks might be higher. The dollars used might be higher. What you got to do gets more complicated, but the basics of the job doesn't change. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that, that's an important point because, you know, we talk about the differences. Many of our, our guests have talked about the differences between uh, core uh, innovation and disruptive innovation or something like that. And I think right. what you're saying is when you go to the jobs, the jobs are the same. It's more the approach. It's more the philosophies that might be different, right? The expectations. If you're doing core, you expect one result from doing core innovation. If you're doing disruptive, you better have a different expectation. You can't think of it like it's core. But the jobs, the work, what they're doing, your, your, your point is they're the same. Right. I mean, if you read um, Innovation Accounting by um, – you know, Esther Holmes, Dan Toma yeah. and, and Esther Gomes. Yeah. You read Lean Startup. You read, read some of these and you go, oh my gosh, 
there's an innovation group and they're saying, you know, you run some of these innovation groups like a little mini VC fund, right? Yeah, if you're really right. doing it at big scale, you want big innovation. Read those things. They're saying the same thing. You got to do discovery. You got to do these things. It just is the scale. You're right. The breakthrough, and that's where we're coming. The breakthroughs are, don't get me wrong. You're spending more money. There's more risk. But don't separate those things from what you do, you know, to your to your point. Great. Well, that's great stuff to share, Mike. Thanks. You've made, you've made a lot of progress. And I thought it felt like a couple of months. It's been 14 months. We're way overdue. Yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing when we, yeah. when you call, you, at, you know, we talked about coming on. It's like, oh yeah, it's middle of last year. I'm like, oh yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to go next with it, Mike? I think what we're trying to understand is, you know, it's one of those things we've named it. You yeah. Know, from a what is this bread box? Right. So I, you know, from a high level, what we've gone from is, hey, there's some jobs here to really understanding that I think we're mischaracterizing innovation as an as a industry or as an organization, you know, as a thing that it is more. And, and what people struggle with is it is truly more than what we are talking about. If you Google it or even how we talk about it as a thing across all all, all people. And so by naming it, I think it gives us a, an ability as an industry, as something to help customers innovate, to figure out how do we, how do we work on that as a thing? And it's bigger than just, you know, Sophion, in my opinion. It, by, by naming, think about, DevOps is not one company. One company does not own DevOps. And what you see in the industry now for, for just software and deployment is a lot of people like, how do we make it better? What tools can we provide? And that's a good thing for our customers. You know, our, our customers, you know, we've come to, you know, see is they're changing the world with their innovation in products, right? And, and it isn't just, you know, a drug company trying to save with vaccines or, or whatever. All of the companies we work with and what we see you know, are trying to change the world in some way. And um, I think by doing that, it really helps us as us as Sophion help. How do we empower that? How, how do we empower our customers as an industry by, by thinking of it as an innovation opt into this combination of philosophies and practice and process and people and tools. Yeah. Yeah. We can rally as a, as an industry, as all the, all of the people in that focus on this to rally and figure out how to make it better. You know, again, maybe it's a, maybe it'll help other people to realize, oh, there's more to it or there's more about it that we can, we can really help. And maybe our customers start understanding where they've been getting tripped up or where they've been successful. There are many companies that are very successful at innovation and maybe having some something to call it and something to rally people around it will help them do it better and scale more. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, thanks for sharing all that, Mike. Any last comments before we, we I've really enjoyed this conversation. I think there's such potential to communicate, to define, to refine, to promote this concept of innovation ops. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. No, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun as we, as we talk more about it, as uh, we get out there and see how, how this will go. I'm hoping your readers reach your listeners, sorry for not readers, listeners reach out. You know, I hope it, it generates some really thoughtful chat and, 
in feedback to you and, and, and your other guests. And I'd love to engage with you and, and your listeners on what they think about this. Does it make sense? Does it resonate? What what isn't it covering? I think it's a you know kind of a set of nascent ideas that we're putting forth. And it needs feedback. It needs the community of innovation, prof- innovation and product professionals to to weigh in and uh, figure out what's what and how do how do they how do we make this better? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. That's a great call to action. So, you know, you're looking for for engagement. You're looking for people who want to uh, want to talk about it. And the, the point is, uh, anybody listening, reach out to Mike. Have a conversation. He's thinking about the industry as much as he's thinking about the company he works for. So uh, it's a good thing. And as he said, it's it's not one company going to figure this out. So there's an open invitation to everybody. We'll make sure that the contact details from Mike are in our show notes so you know how to get hold of them. Yep. Thank you, Paul. I, I really appreciate being on, Paul. It, it, it's a lot of fun, as always, to to chat with you and bring you know what we're our what our current thoughts are, and happy to do it anytime anytime you like. Definitely. Well, this is one we're going to watch closely, so we'll be back together sooner than uh, we did the last time. <laughs> okay, Mike. Have yeah, a great cool. day. We'll, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you. And to you, our listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. There is uh, huge opportunities now to take this concept that Mike put forward and make it something really big for all of us to improve innovation. It's Let's get out of managing and let's get into doing. And it was just fun to hear Mike's thoughts on on how we get there. I wish you all a great week ahead. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week for Innovation Talks with Paul Heller. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For additional information on today's topic, check out sophion.com. S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com, where you will find plenty of innovation-centric content and corporate best practices. If you'd like to discuss anything with Paul or would like to get in touch with the show, email us at talks at sophion.com.